This is the Historian's Podcast, Extra Edition number 13, an update on the coronavirus and other topics from Amsterdam Mayor Mike Sinquanti. Thanks for joining us, Mayor. Thank you, Bob. Thanks for having me again. Montgomery, Fulton, and Schoharie counties are coming out of the coronavirus shutdown. What phase are you in in Amsterdam right now? We are in uh, phase three, and um, things are going pretty smoothly here. Um, I've noticed um, um, uh, several more acti- you know several more businesses are are opening. Um, um, I've noticed that some of the restaurants are setting up outdoor dining areas uh, per the governor's regs. Um, so it's it's gradually, uh, you know, businesses coming back. Businesses are reopening. I see up on Route 30 more activity, uh, but but things are proceeding pretty smoothly. And again, fortunately, we have been uh, pretty. We have not been hard hit. The, the numbers are still decent. Um, the county continues to uh, keep us completely informed. Um, so so you know, I count my blessings every day. We count our blessings. <laughs> Right. Is there still another phase before you're kind of completely yes, out of Yes, there's phase the... four. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's phase four, which is, uh, you know, uh, it permits, uh, permits gatherings, larger gatherings to happen. And, um, you know, based on our numbers, we will qualify for that. And, uh, you know, we'll, we hopefully, uh, we'll... the nice thing is that anyone who is reopening really has to focus on the guidelines for doing so if they want to reopen and they need to have a written plan in place. So it's really been an educational process uh, for all of these organizations and businesses. Uh, they're getting deeper and deeper involved into the technical issues of the pandemic. They're learning more about it. And I think because of that, it's making, uh, you know, it's making us even safer. I don't want to put you on the spot about something that maybe is not your decision, but are they going to have any concerts at Riverlink Park this summer? Unfortunately, we, we are not. Um, we, we needed to cancel those again because, uh, even when phase four opens up the gathering, the gathering rules, the event rules are going to be such that, um, we would have to really limit attendance and spacing down at the Riverlink park. And because it's a free concert, they've always been free. Uh, we don't sell tickets. Uh, so it would be very, very hard for us to prevent, uh, people from, from, you know, or counting people as they come in. Um, not to mention the fact that, because they are booked concerts with entertainers, um, you know, you have to make commitments uh, ahead of time and you have to keep those commitments, uh, you know, financial commitments in the event of that uh, you cancel mm-hmm. a concert. And so, so there was, there was a whole bunch of issues involved. And, um, but the, the most important one is we do not think we would be, we would have been um, permitted under whatever guidelines are available at that time to bring you know, a thousand people down to the waterfront in an area that we really need to cram them in uh, m- much closer than six feet together in front of that stage. Sure. Uh, one thing I've heard, I haven't been there, but there, a new restaurant uh, has opened on the south side operated by the Lanzi family. Absolutely, yes. Uh, and I understand they're doing very well. Um, uh, they are, uh, the Lanzis, of course, have been around Amsterdam uh, since the beginning of the 20th century as restaurateurs, and uh, they know what they're doing. They have a large a large family that's been in the business for a very long time, and it's been a wonderful addition to the South Side, adding to the already great restaurant tradition, you know, with the Armory Grill and the Paul Perillo's uh, Ultimo and the Castle. 
uh, all of the restaurants on the south side, uh, you know, we're very fortunate to have that restaurant row over there, and we hope to expand upon that. Talking with Mike Sinquanti, the mayor of Amsterdam, and the work of government goes on uh, pretty much. We're going to, I'm going to ask you about a couple of meetings that have taken place. Most The meetings are still being done virtually or in person? They are. Uh, we expect that to change in phase four, um, and I'm looking forward to it, as I'm sure um, many citizens who want to once again become involved, more, you know, more directly involved in, in our meetings are, look, are looking forward to it as well. Mm-hmm. But right now they're still being done by still being video. done virtually. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, the this is Wednesday. We're recording in the news uh, in the Gazette and Recorder today out of Amsterdam is that uh, and this takes maybe a little explanation if you'll forgive me. Amsterdam City owes Montgomery County over a million dollars, as I understand it. The city collects county property tax when it collects city property taxes but it's supposed to pass the county share along to the county. But over the years, Amsterdam City has not passed on these uh, property tax payments to the county. And the city is now proposing to pay this debt off over 20 years. There was opposition to this proposal for the 20-year payout from some county officials, but it did pass uh, on Tuesday night, I believe. Uh, Are you surprised the proposal passed? No, I'm not surprised. It's something, you know, we've been working on with the county uh, since I took office when I found out about that debt. Um, you know, we owed them the money. Uh, we, uh, in the situation we were in, we could not afford to pay them the money in one bulk sum. Now, again, I want to make clear that these were very old tax collections. Uh, that we have, been, we have been up to date with our payments uh, ever since uh, 2012 onward that I know of. These payments and, and the way they got bungled up uh, was associated with the conversion of our software system from the county system to our own, and, and that was pretty bungled. But So re- resurrecting those records was a chore, but I was assured by our controller that we did owe them that money, and I immediately took action to create you know, a, a, a plan to repay them. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm thrilled. Matt Ossenfort, County Executive, Bob Bertel, and John Duchesse, two of the city legislators who represent us in the county, uh, worked very closely with me and with our controller to, um, you know, come up with a plan that made sense for the city that made the county whole. And uh, because it was very old debt, there's over $500,000 that we didn't collect in those taxes that we have confirmed. So, you know, that's going to be a write-off. And uh, so, but we owe them money, and you know we've had this liability on our books for a long time. Uh, you know, the state controller and independent auditors have, have looked at that liability and said, "You guys need to clear this up," uh, and we have, and uh, we've done it because of the cooperation of the county. And um, I'm very pleased that that we were able to get that built. I'm very, I'm very pleased. I'm very thankful to the county, especially to the three non-city uh, supervisors who also approved it because, you know, Amsterdam represents 40% of the population of the county. And we are, you know, you are a large part of their economic engine. And what's good for Amsterdam is good for the county, but vice versa. What's good for the county is what's good for Amsterdam. So, you know, getting Amsterdam's fiscal situation straightened out, improving our fiscal reputation, uh, building trust is so critical to, to a government. And, and we, you know, the, the county recognized that and worked with us on this, and I'm very, very appreciative for that. Mm. The vote was now unanimous. There were three opponents, including 
one uh, of the legislators uh, from the city, Joe, Joe Isabel, um, and also uh, the county treasurer, uh, in uh, Montgomery County treasurer, Sean Bowerman, um, w- was critical of this 20-year payout and it encouraged the city or said the city could have borrowed the whole money to pay the county off because you're borrowing a lot of money anyway. <laughs> That's like yeah, that's like saying having half a case of measles, you might as well get a full case of measles. You know, um, we have a we have a fiscal problem here in the city, and um, that's one of the reasons we you know we requested that the county come in, sit down, understand what our problem is, understand that you know that we owe them this money, and work with us to to, to make it possible for us to repay them this money without you know causing us to be even more fiscal distress. That was the whole purpose of it. And again, uh, Mr. Ossenford and, and Mr. Bertel, Mr. Duchesi, and the, uh, the, the four other all the, the four other legislators who voted for it understood that um, you know they saw they saw the situation we were in, and they permitted us to come up with a plan, and, and they helped they, they helped shape it that would per, permit us to repay them, which is was the object uh, without causing undue distress on the city, and and because it was very 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 old debt. We, we pay them every penny we owe them uh, currently, and we will continue to do so during my during my year, years as mayor. Uh, but but this is very very old debt, and and uh, so so I think both sides, this, the people who approved it from the county side, understood that and saw that and recognized that and and uh, made it made it an agreement with us that that they know we'll keep, and uh, as a result, the county will get money that it didn't have. Uh, and the city will be able to pay it off in a way that will not cause us to have to force um, a very old mistake on our current taxpayers. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really very pleased. I'm proud of the way that we work together. I'm pleased and thankful. And that's really all I have to say about it. You know. All right. And, and this was action taken on the county level. On the city level itself, uh, you proposed a, a 35.8 million dollar budget. Uh, the city tax property tax rate would go up by 4.6%. Uh, can you, you tell us uh, about this budget? Yes. Um, when I took office, um, we knew that we were going to do this bond issue and we knew that it was going to cause uh, a, a, a very large and significant debt payment that we would have to now fund going forward. Um, so uh, my goal in coming in, was to take the budget process that we, you know, get very, very personally involved as mayor in the budget process and base it not upon previous budgets, but base it upon actual expenditures from previous years, plus the hands-on experience of my department head. So I sat down with each one of them and we went line by line. They explained to me what each line was for. Uh, We looked at the histories of those lines and we came up with um, over $600,000 worth of savings. Uh, from previous years, and we had to come up with $1.3 million to cover the cost of this bond deficit, the bond payment. Uh, so we got we got 600000 just from those department head reviews. Our health insurance um, estimates came in much better than expected. Uh, we created a new source of revenue. We've created new sources of revenues. We eliminated a few positions uh, on retirement, and the result was we were able to cover that entire amount of what we were going to have to repay in debt. Um, but what we couldn't recover from was COVID. COVID is uh, forcing us to 
accept the fact that sales tax revenues and uh, even state aid are going to be are probably going to be um, significantly less next year. And so we needed to factor that into our budget because revenue is just as important as expenses in terms of a budget. And uh, we were we were expecting to take a $1.3 million hit, which was exactly what we expected to have to pay for our deficit. So I was starting at square one. Um, but mm-hmm. what we're anticipating is we're anticipating some help from the federal government. But if that doesn't come in, we have to be ready to pay. We have to be ready to make up for that revenue shortfall in various ways. And one of the ways I'm, I'm asking the taxpayers and I ask the Common Council to approve is to increase taxes by 81 cents a thousand which on a $100,000 assessed home would be $81 a year, or about $20 a quarter, uh, to give us a quarter of a million dollars worth of, um, you know, cash that we can use in the event that the state and the county's sales tax revenues fall below, uh, fall far below uh, the projections. And so just yesterday we received notification that our federal, our, our state aid check, which comes in installments, uh, is going. They're going to withhold two hundred thousand dollars from it, and mm. so that means we're going to have two hundred thousand dollars less than we would have had had the pandemic not hit and had the state not spent sixty billion dollars and now run out of money. So we have to deal with those things, and and we're getting those kinds of statements and warnings, and 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 so it's important that um, we're ready for it. And so mm-hmm. through a series of you know we we have a we have a foreclosure proceeding coming up and and we didn't budget any revenue for that and we expect to, we expect that to generate significant revenue but you know and we'll have that money and come November we're hoping that you know the political situation is such that a new congress comes in because they are looking at providing direct aid to cities and states it's passed the House of Representatives, it has not passed the Senate. The House of Representatives has voted to give us $8.8 million over two years in pandemic aid, reflecting what we're losing in terms of revenues and, and, and additional costs, but just, you know, support. Um, the, the Senate has not done that yet. But come November, we're still not even at halfway point of our budget year. So if things change by January, we've got six more months with which uh, a different policy in Washington so what we did was we anticipated that between now and then uh, we hope to receive uh, federal aid in the amount of $1.3 million. So we put that in our budget. So Bob, what I've tried to do is create a budget that is very flexible in the event we do get additional aid. Uh, we are in great shape in the event we don't, we have the room we need to be able to make up for it. Going back to the, you said yesterday you find out, or Tuesday, you found out that the state uh, aid is down two hundred thousand. That was that in your budget, or that's not in, that has to be accounted well, we for now. We anticipated that our state aid was going to be reduced by three hundred thousand this year. Three hundred thousand. Um, and again, the state aid. Le- the letter that we got actually came from the New York Conference of Mayors, which is a, a, an advocate group for the cities, and it basically said, and w- which is good news, is that the state was withholding and not eliminating that $200,000. I think the state, like every government and municipality in the country that is affected by this pandemic, uh, is, is saying to Washington, look, we have spent a lot of money uh, trying to protect our citizens from a pandemic, and uh, we need help from the federal government. We need help to keep our property taxes low, our state income taxes low, uh, and if we don't get that help, we're, we don't know where to go to get that money uh, because our property tax people, our property tax, our homeowners and our 
taxpayers cannot afford much more. They've also been suffering by the pandemic. And that's why in this budget, I really, I really tried to keep that tax rate as low as we possibly could. And, and I'm looking for mm-hmm. only that additional money from the taxpayers. And I'm expecting to get the rest to get the rest from all of the sources. And I will. We will. I shouldn't say I. The city will. Okay. We will. Well, I, I wanted to get in two other things before we, uh, before we go. You had mm-hmm. good news earlier this week, uh, according to newspaper articles, that uh, in this big amount of money you're borrowing, or the city's borrowing, something like $7 yes. million, you got a low initial interest rate? We got a fantastic interest rate, Bob. We were budgeting uh, to borrow that money. $7.7 million and expecting to get an interest rate of between, uh, well, actually budgeted 6% because of Amsterdam's credit rating over the past few years has not been good. And the municipal municipal bond market crashed along with the pandemic. So we were expecting to be penalized for our credit rating and the pandemic. And lo and behold, we had three bids. One was for 5.7, one was for 5%. And the third bid came in at 1.89 plus a prepayment, which made actually 2%. So we were very fortunate and and it was a wonderful, it was wonderful news. And what that did was that generated a savings for us in interest payments from this deficit from in this budget. So that therefore we do have that comfort zone as well. uh, Should, should we not have uh, additional aid coming in from the federal government? So it was great news, Bob. The other thing I wanted to bring up is is uh, related. My understanding is you might use those savings uh, to restore some of the money taken already from the water, the city water fund. Uh, a blo- local blogger uh, named Tim Becker, and let me put in one of these uh, interest of full disclosure statements. Uh, Tim Becker is basically a, a you know his his business is designing websites, and he designs mine or manages mm-hmm. my website on a on a you know, a technical uh, level, but he raised a number of questions, but the, the basic point that he was making, that is, is it well taken that we shouldn't, the city of Amsterdam shouldn't be borrowing from the water fund or for to pay its bills, should it? Um, you know, first of all, I, I applaud Tim Becker for his diligence and his involvement and his, um, you know, his curiosity. He really does a great job and he raises issues that are, are important and are, in fact, very critical. And one of them was the um, the amount of money we've been taking out of the water fund. Uh, we are allowed by law to use revenue from the water fund to fund other uh, departments in our city. Uh, and we, what has happened because of because of the situation Amsterdam has been in uh, for the past several years, we have been taking. Um, actually, a couple of years we did we did it wrong, so we couldn't take anything, and then we made up for it by taking large amounts, 1.6 million dollars, where the money was there. We took it because we were in such trouble in the general fund, um, and we. Uh, in this year's budget, that $1.6 million in the initial budget had been carried over. Um, and, and Tim's observation was correct. We couldn't afford to keep doing it. And in fact, what we've done is we have we have cut back the, on this year's budget from the amount of money we will take from the water fund. We'll get back to where we were traditionally. Uh, the fund, the balance in the fund is going to be fine. Uh, there's no danger to it. Um, and we, we will, again, uh, get back to the practice of, of you know, using, using a less than large amount from the water fund. Uh, but the, the 
to practice for the past two years was indicative of the situation that the city was in. Mm. Well, is there anything else you'd like to bring up, Mayor? Um, you know, no, sir. I mean, we had the budget passed. We had the county, not the budget. The council has basically approved uh, my budget. The county has approved the repayment of our taxes, and we did the bond issue with a two percent. So it's been a pretty good week for the city of Amsterdam. And I'm, I'm, I'm just sorry, you said the now. budget was passed. I didn't really not pass. I, I shouldn't have said that. We hit two budget hearings with the council, and we go over line item by line item with the council. My budget. And there were no, you know, what I'm saying is now they have to meet and formally vote on it. But based upon those reviews, it looks as if they're happy with my budget and we'll find out next Tuesday. But I'm, they didn't start screaming at me and say, you know, I'm not going to do this. Right. So I, I, will there the be a public hearing on the budget? There was will, a public be, hearing. Oh, there was. Okay. A, a virtual public hearing. Yes, there was. This past week, we had uh, a, a virtual public hearing and we've had two work sessions with the common council on the budget all of those have been broadcast live on facebook okay and you can actually go back to the tapes if you want to take a look at them bob all right well thank you very much mayor thank you you have a good day bye-bye now you too Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Historian's Podcast Extra Edition number 13, an update from Amsterdam Mayor Mike Sinquanti. I'm Bob Cudmore.